episode 157 for Thursday, the 24th of March, 2016. Game Punchers is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. I'm John. And my name is Fraser. And I installed Flux, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Do you use Flux, John? Uh, I do use Flux. So, uh, I say, do I get asked that question? Well, you don't have a Macintosh. I'm not sure it's available for your platform. Ah, but I, I, I think, have installed I think it they before. Do. I've had they it do on make PC. It for PC. It's the one that okay. dims right at night. Yeah, like it shifts the blue light out of your monitor. So everything kind of looks a little more orange. I used it all the time on my iPad. Yeah. And I did like it, actually. Yeah, no, I mean it's... Oh, when you jailbroke it, you mean. Because you can only use it on your iPad as of Monday, officially. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was a time where you could download uh, their compiled version and compile it in Xcode and then just put it on your iPad. I know Fraser didn't do that, though. <laughs> How do you know? How do you know? I'm going to give Fraser the benefit of the doubt on this one. No. You'll wise up soon enough and not give me the benefit of that doubt anymore. Because he needs a Mac for Xcode. Uh, you could run it in... Uh, isn't there a Mac emulator? There used to be. I can't remember what it was called. Do a Hackintosh? Or something. Hackintosh, which nobody no. really talks about anymore. No, no, no. There was like a Mac emulator that you ran on windows it was an os 10 it was a power pc emulator i think it was called like peach or something like that i remember doing it before i got a mac anyway that was, that uh, so was the I full name this. peach or something like that yeah that was the file name dot yep. dot exe dot exe of course um <laughs> i think it came in it came in a uh, rar first though you right know, yeah no know. i had to unrar it i had to, I had to check i had to, yeah i had some par files WinRAR. i had to make sure that the int- file integrity was good first you could listen to the audio instructions in winamp <laughs> Because it, it really, really whips the, 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 the llama's ass. ass. <laughs> yes, it does. I had to get some good skins for it. Something Matrix related oh, all the would skins, be great. Yeah. <laughs> would be great. And something that actually increased the size of the window itself. Once and you made get it... past all the, the skins made of um, you know, Victoria's Secret catalogs. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I installed Flux and I just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I like it on the iPad. I like the, the uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, what's it called? Night, Night Shift. shift. I like Night Shift. I like that. That's cool. This is a little more extreme, especially like when my clock hits 10 o'clock, like I feel like I need to put my computer in an incubator because it looks like it has jaundice. Like it is like it is so orange. What's funny, though, is if if you're on it during the transition, you don't notice it too much unless you disable it and you're like, oh, (laughs) that's a big difference. (laughs) It's weird. It's weird. Um, But it it is cool because you can disable it for specific apps. So if you switch to an app, it will, you know, like if you're going to watch a movie. That would be weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing, like, once you pick the window, everything goes to normal. Oh, okay. It's I not see. like, it's not just that window. It's that not just that weird. window that doesn't have jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think uh. I have some weird screen burn. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, uh, Fraser no, had something a, he wanted to talk about, right? Yeah. For what, my did. intro? Yeah, your intro. Well, it's been a while since I've been on it. It's felt like it. So, I thought I'd throw a couple of things in, in, uh, into the intro. Just, well, I, I, don't doubt that we can just chat anyway for a while. I mean, you're talking about Flux, for goodness sake. Is it Flux or is it Flux? No, it's Flux. I, flux. Yeah. Um, I did my Mr. Fix-It impression again. My Turtle Beach headset blew, oh, uh, nice. blew one of the sides, so I had to open it up again. I'm telling you, man, anybody, if you are at all inclined, invest in a uh, multimeter and a soldering iron, and you will save yourself thousands of dollars. I just threw or, out a pair of earbuds. Like literally right before this show, I was like, "Oh, this this left speaker is a little little less uh, little. It's not, it's not a. It's not as the sound isn't as bright and as strong. Into the trash, just right into the trash." <laughs> well, see, I was kicking Fixed. myself as well because I 
my daughter asked me to fix uh, one of her toy microphones or whatever the cable had gone. So I bought a couple of connections. Well, did she know that you took the batteries out because it was so annoying? Oh, my God, that thing. Once we got it up and running, I wonder what on earth I'd done. It was just dreadful. But uh, I fixed it, and then I was kicking myself because I had a pair of Apple earbuds, which I really liked, and the connector had broken. I could have just rewired those. Um because they're not cheap, those Apple earbuds, if you go to buy them no. in the store. And especially not in Canada, as we discussed. Yeah, not in Canada. <laughs> $40 plus tax. Are they really? Yeah. Jesus. I know. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm Never mind. I'm not really going to jump through the hoops with John to see if I can get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about it. You've done that before. <laughs> That was a few more I'd hundred deliver. dollars. You did. Oh, I'm not saying you wouldn't deliver. I'm just saying, is it really worth it? <laughs> Would you still talk to me? <laughs> so my turtle beaches have been repaired for the fourth time. I went in and I found a wire that had come loose. So I figure four times turtle beaches, where are they about a hundred bucks each? For, you know, it's going well. It's doing good. Are they the um, good. the wireless ones or the wired? Wired. I'm not really a fan of wireless equipment. No, I hear you. I bought the wireless turtle beaches and like... And this was years ago. This was this was years ago, and and like they were, like if you shifted the wrong way, like both speakers would just screech at you, both right. earmuffs, both earphones, and everyone was like, oh yeah, that's just a thing with wireless. So I was like, what? Like, give no, me the wire. Like this yeah, sucks. I don't want just a thing. I don't want to put up with. Oh, that's just the way it is. Right. Exactly. I mean, even when we had the wireless controllers were on the way, you know, when it was the dawn of a new age and the Xbox 360 was coming with wireless controllers, I was convinced. I never even gave them the benefit of the doubt. I was just <laughs> like, well, input lag's going to be a thing then. <laughs> and, and of course, it worked out all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, not even the quality. I wasn't even thinking about that. It's just bad. having to deal with recharging and batteries and mm-hmm. things. I mean, um I could have a rant about the PlayStation controllers. The battery charge on PlayStation controllers is crap. Yeah, those things run out fast. They do. The PlayStation 3 ones are the same way. And then they just died. The like, PlayStation 3s were no way as bad as PlayStation 4. Though. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I have a PS4 controller, though. I don't know. I, don't I, blame, know. The, uh, I blame the you know, unnecessary light on the back of it. I think the unnecessary light thing is one thing, but also I've noticed if I'm watching Netflix and I have the controller just sitting on the bed with me, perhaps there's enough movement. It never switches off. But if I put it on my night table, it'll switch off. Interesting. So just a little bit of movement will will stop it automatically shutting down. But Yeah, I'm not sure. So um, if the beds are rocking. <laughs> <laughs> don't shut off. Please don't shut off the computer. The, yeah. the PS3 controller. Yep, that's my. Yeah, because there's nothing. There's nothing we like making sweet love to than an, op, an episode of House of Cards. Did you finish that season yet? Well, I have finished the latest season. Oh now. God, so good. It so, is so, so good. I have, I have to start just, the series. Oh, you haven't started really? Yet? Oh, John, you are in for a treat. I wish I was in your shoes. You are in for a treat. It was great. It was great. It was finally something that we really wanted to watch, and we just plowed through it. Yep. I still live in that world of God. It should, they should just end it at some point. Though. Yeah, but, I I was pretty sh- like I I was like all right. I know that they're like gonna go for a third season here, so I don't I don't know what's happening. I don't know what they're planning on, but all right. And here we yeah, were. You would have thought it was gonna end at season two, but anyway, it's all good. It is good. It's great. I'm I'm on the Daredevil season two kick. I heard not to- as good. Oh. Ooh, 
I don't know about that. I tried to watch an episode of Daredevil last night and didn't make it. What, a random episode or? No, I tried to finish the first episode I started watching a long time ago. Season one? Yeah. I would say give it give the first season a few episodes because it kind of sets everything up and then it's just super fast from there. I think episode three has like their uh, there's just a really really good cinematography for a fight scene. Yeah, I'm gonna. And t- then they and it echoes that in uh, season two. I think episode three as well. Okay. Uh, real good. I'm gonna it gets keep, real good. I'm gonna try and keep at it because I know that Vincent D'Onofrio or whatever is supposed to be brilliant in it. Yeah. The, the first the first couple episodes are slow to set everything up to, so you get to know who everybody is and what their role is and then after that it's just kind of non-stop it's, it picks up real fast and then season two starts off fast cool I'm five episodes in I think alright I'm going to keep at it then that's um, good also on my list I bought my first ever guide video game guide can you guess which game it was for The Division I'm going to go with um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Metal Gear Solid? Uh, it was indeed Metal Gear Solid 5. What I sat happens there. when you read the notes? Yeah, I know. The, yeah, I know. It's not really... You know, it's more of a listener question. A chance no, for them to interact at home. I know. All five of them. Uh, I, that is the right answer. I was, Yeah, I was just thinking, you know what? I've, uh, do I? I could maybe buy the companion. I'm still... I'm, I'm persevering through the game, and I'm looking up loads of walkthroughs, and I want to find now where all the animals are. I want to find where all the hidden secrets are, or I want some help getting through this, the main mission quests where they're... Because every main mission quest is broken down into little things that you can do within it to get extra bonuses, right? Right? Right. Right. <laughs> gotcha. So picking up the iPad and trying to search... You know, actually, the iPad isn't that great for doing that sort of searching all the time. It's good to have it at hand, but there's nothing quite like a book. Anyway, you can pick up the Metal Gear Solid Five book. Anyway, pretty cheap. Cracking the spine. It is <laughs> a joy to behold this book. Like it is literally a thing of beauty. So I'm just wanted to say, you know, you should get it, fish. <laughs> I think I think Steve needs it because he he hasn't even finished the game. It is great. You get a map with it, a fold out map. Or you can put it up on your wall, depending on whether you want to look at the Afghanistan or whatever it is, the other one. Um, it's great. It's got loads of backstory, loads of really good pictures. It does a whole history of the whole Metal Gear series. It's just really cool. Do you get like the um, like Christmas story, the little decoder ring? <laughs> Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the reference. You've never oh, seen a Christmas, a Christmas story? story? No. He's not. He's not American. Oh right, I forgot. I forgot about that. No. Mm-hmm. So that's right. That's uh, yeah. Right. So so I got that. So I was pretty pleased with that. Anyway, we won up the British I... references today so far. <laughs> yeah, I'm outnumbered. Um, so that was pretty cool. It's just a thing to behold. And I picked it up for like less than twenty bucks. Like seriously, if you're a fan of the game or the series or whatever, it's it's really worth taking a look. Um, I am. You are, and you should. Or if you have a birthday coming up, I'll buy it for you. Uh, it's July. I don't know if I can wait that long. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, I had noticed a friend of the show, Gary Lever, had posted something about... Somebody had mentioned something about getting two, two-step authentication on their Steam account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'd said, what a pain in the ass. I'm not fucking do it. Duh, 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 duh. And I think Gary had said, 
He, so you stole their library. <laughs> he, well, Gary had, yeah, Gary had said that he didn't think he was going to do it either, and I sort of had laid into him a bit and said, you should do it, you know? I mean, it's like it seems like a pain in the ass, but what if you lose your Steam account? And I just think I was talking to Fish a while back, or I mentioned to you guys that we would got hit by this ransomware at work, right? Which uh-huh. is basically, and for those yep. who don't know, basically ransomware, the way, the way it works is basically someone comes in and fucks your shit up big time. Um, and I've just gone security just through the security loopy and um i just find it baffling that people would complain about doing something like two-step two-step authentication on the steam account my steam account is worth like according to that website my steam account is worth about four grand and i don't even want to know what fishes is what is the what is the website i can't remember i don't know Tell me, like, how much is my Steam account worth? <laughs> I don't know. It's the okay. internet. It'll take you literally 30 seconds to find that. How much You'll is figure my steamdb.info slash calculator. There it is. All right, let's look. Or my Steam. I have, for, for reference, I have two-factor authentication set up. So let's look. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know that, basically when I go to log into to Steam, I log in as my Steam account with my password, and then it also then this little screen pops and says, "Well, what's your special, you know, your special code?" And I get that from my phone, which generates new codes every ten, ten seconds. It's just a no-brainer, right? I mean, everyone's complaining about their Steam accounts being hacked or their email being hacked or whatever. I'd like to say that the button to start the search just says, "Get disappointed in your life." <laughs> exactly. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the? Do you want to know the answer? Eleven thousand one hundred eighty-eight dollars. <laughs> I mean, you might want to consider some extra levels of security on it, but that's just me. (laughs) You know, and the other thing is, like, I do all my life goes through one, you know, pretty much all funnels into my one major email address. Um, So I've got all the security levels on that, all the two-step authentication. Like, like I suppose I'm just getting into that. I'm turning into my father is what it is, right? And it's like, you need insurance. Make sure you have insurance. Um... (laughs) Because, like, I just can't imagine, like, if somebody just stole all my shit, have, having to sort it out. It's not that, like, it would be the end of the world. Right. right. I'm sure you could figure stuff out and get it all sorted out. But do you really want to bother with that for the sake of, you know, of just having to look on your phone and get a code? Right, exactly. And it's just a no-brainer. So I suppose, like, this is my public service announcement, right? Don't be a, don't be a moron. Don't be that guy. Let me be that guy, telling you to be not be that guy. Um yeah, well, it so makes sense. You, you can get stuff like that on iCloud and everything, pretty much Dropbox. It's good to do. Well, yeah, but the, and um, one of the other things we we set up um, automatic backup now for our stuff at home. So, like you know, if somebody hits us with ransomware, we can just shut it shut it all down and, and recover from like a day before. Is it Carbonite? Uh, it's very similar to Carbonite's crash plan. Oh yeah, um, it's used for work. Because my wife uses a computer for work as well at home, so it's just a, you know, makes sense. It's just things we photos never would have thought about. Yeah, all my yeah, exactly. All our mm-hmm. photos are on that now. Um, all and then ransomware own. is like that's real Not shit. Not the like, that's... Away, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the ransomware basically came in and they basically you know they they hijack and screw up all your files and basically say that you need to buy a code off them to decode it all, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost you four thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. Well, my boss like he doesn't even like paying his employees let alone someone who's hijacked him um so what did you guys end up doing i think we recovered all our business software was recovered we lost big chunks of our old outlook email but 
you know, I don't know exactly what was done. I just know that we've probably spent a fortune in the IT guys being in, you know, being in there. And oh, no, those guys out. are cheap. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, we still have um, some issues, you know. Even we still have issues down the road of new new things that we've put in place to combat this in the future require configuration that still enables it means the IT guys are still on site, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, um, so the cost is whatever. And it's just when you go through all that, it's just like, you know, people put those measures in place. You don't want to go through this shit that, that you know, I've seen firsthand now. And um, for the sake of like something like Carbonite backup for five bucks a month or something, like we should be sponsored by them, of course, now. But um, well, the yeah. um, the real pain in the ass about ransomware is that like the one that they were going to put on um, the one that came with. There's a re- very recently on uh, OS 10. There was a BitTorrent client called. Uh, transmission and their site got hacked and the, the a version of their software got infected with ransomware so anyone who downloaded it had ransomware and like that was gonna that was gonna screw up your their they were trying to make it so it screwed up all your backups too like it propagated to your time machine it propagated to your crash plan all that stuff so i mean that could have been real bad right right well you know, I I don't know enough about it. I'm assuming that crash plan people like that. I'm now paying them as a service. I'm hoping you guys have, you know, they're on top of that, right? But I mean, it's 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 a big deal. So, um, so yeah, get some two-step authentication on your Steam yes. account. That's the gaming-related bit. The whole thing is as well. Get it on all your shit. everything. Don't, it can be on any anything that you can get it on. Do it. Uh, you know, I have it currently on Gmail, Amazon, LastPass, which is my password manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, one password's a good one too. Yep. Yeah. And, there's uh, there's a lot of great ones. Like there's no there's no reason to not do it. There's no reason to not do it. Like it's it's it makes it really hard for anyone to get into your shit. Yeah. Actually, I you, I we went on Hotmail the other day, and you can go into your account and you can see all your login attempts. And I've got login attempts almost every week from places like Venezuela, India, wherever. Like people are trying. People are constantly trying. If you don't think people are trying to get into your shit, you're very much mistaken. Right. The Connecticut one's not me. So. <laughs> I want you guys to take note of that. He said, when you get into your Hotmail account, <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just don't, saying. Don't hate me for that. Well, yeah, Wyatt says I'm very quiet. I hope I'm better now. You sound fine to me. You sound fine to me. And your okay. local audio will be fine. All right, good. Yeah, those uh, of you okay, listening so- live, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm um, sorry I derailed a bit there with a couple of little bits and pieces, but just some stuff I wanted to get off my chest. That's fair. How's your chest feel? Yeah, how's that? Relieved. Good. Well, and then. safe. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for relief. <laughs> sweet relief. It is sweet. The sweet release of death. So I think I tied all those three things into video games somehow. You did. You did fine. You did. So speaking of video games. Speaking of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, let's talk about Metal Gear Solid, because I haven't played anything, this, and I can still talk about Metal Gear Solid. That's right. fine. I can talk about Metal Gear Solid a bit, because I have been chipping away at it. Stack it up! <laughs> All right. I think I'm at 137 out of 150 side-ups now. Uh, 60. I'm around about 65% completion. Okay. Which means there's still a shitload to do. Like, there's all the sort of sub-levels of all the main missions or whatever, but I'm starting to S-rank everything now. Nice. It's all fun and games. Shrink. Shrink them. 160 hours. 
that nothing. That's nothing. That's like what? That's barely a couple days. That's fine. That's right. Yeah. It's fine. I should do played on my World of Warcraft account, or maybe I Have should. surpass Rust. Oh. And uh, I went. Uh, no, it hasn't surpassed Rust yet. Uh, okay. But and I went and visited uh, John's FOB, forward operating base. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, <laughs> yes you did. You sent pictures and postcards. I sent a picture of us, me having knocked out all his staff. The first one looked like it was the cover of a hip hop album. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. So I figured out how to go visit other people's bases. That's pretty neat. Also, I just realized how uh, how old sounding that was. Ah, a hip hop album. Oh, a hip hop album, huh? You like and that urban music? <laughs> And I've just remembered that I saw the most awesome thing ever, which I needed to, to say, which was I saw a guy playing Metal Gear and he knocked a guy out, then woke him up. Oh, no, then he held him up, right? So he was behind him, pulls his gun on so the guy, you gotta raise your hands, right? So the guy raised his hands. When the guy had his hands raised, he attached C4 to him, right? And then as the enemy chopper was coming over, he attached a Fulton balloon and sent the guy up into the sky with the Fulton, detonated the C4 and took out a chopper. Oh, the most amazing awesome. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and game. Oh my God, that game. All right, I'm off. I'm going to go. It's going to be like Destiny talk all over again. Did I, did I send you guys that? Uh, some, somebody had a little clip they made. Um, and the clip starts where you see... Uh, C box, and then you see uh, enemy go up to it saying like I know you're in there like sort of thing, <laughs> and he's he's just kind of like poking at it looking around, and, and Snake is actually behind a wall right on the other side, <laughs> and then um, he, right when the guy's about to walk away, he spawns a decoy to pop out of the box, and the oh, guy falls yeah. down. So yeah. good, nice, nice. Well I've done. just I've started to get into the D horse defecating on the road and taking out vehicles now. <laughs> Do it in parentheses. <laughs> Defecate. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. Enough. Uh, yeah, we never really talked about that game before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. It is. It is so good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, aside from Metal Gear, what else have you been playing, Phrase? Okay, well, I bought Valkyria Chronicles that was on sale on Steam. That was a, I had my eye on Valkyria Chronicles. I never played it on the PlayStation 3, but I heard it was a good game, and the port to the PC was supposed to be very good. Um, and it's got tanks in it, so I was just like, mm, yeah, that looks really cool. And I was saw it a world of, of them? No. It yeah, how many tanks? Well, I haven't even got to the tanks yet. I just saw a little cuts, you know, like the advert for the game showed them riding in the tank, and I was like, okay, well... This looks really good, and all the reviews are good. Anyway, what I've ended up doing is spending five bucks on a game I am never going to play. I played, <laughs> I played it for about five minutes, and it's turn-based, and uh, I don't know. It looks really cool. Um, but I was hoping maybe one of you guys had played it or knew something about it. So I, what I need is someone to say to me, Fraser, you got to stick at it. Get in there. It's worth it. Uh, if anyone's listening. <laughs> I need a personal trainer for this gaming business, right? I, I, I heard nothing but bad things about that port. I don't know what to tell you. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's not, the, that's not the reaction I was having. No, that's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I mean, holy shit. I'm so glad that finally came to Steam. I bet they did a fantastic job with that. Yeah. <laughs> it looked really good, and I played the first sort of half an hour to an hour of it, and it's this sort of turn-based 
it's really weird. It's like third person. You're actually lit, you're actually moving your characters in third person, and they're using up um, an action bar. But it's not like you're moving squares or anything like that. Like every step they take counts towards the action. They can take a lot of steps and run down the road or whatever like that. It just didn't seem to work for me. I don't know. Just disappointed, really. I don't know. So. Exactly. <laughs> on, John. Exactly, John. You've nailed <laughs> but, it. Yeah. So anyway, going back to Old Faithful, uh, what was on sale was the Swapper on PlayStation. I think that's on sale right now on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, I think so. Just, that's a fine just game. Hit the PS4 recently, I think like too, didn't it? A buck and a half. Yeah, that, that's a steal. How do you not buy that at that price? That's a fine game. Yeah, I started playing that again. I'd forgotten. Like having this was my game of the year two, two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And having gone not played it for a long time, I had. I'm remembering it fondly for how well it did the puzzles. And I booted it up and I'd forgotten how well that game does atmosphere mm-hmm. like the voice the lady talking to you the echoey sounds the way it's shot the lighting um, and I even noticed I'd never noticed it the first time round. when your spaceship comes down to land on the ground it is like a can of beans like that someone has just attached <laughs> little bits to it you can see the ridges of the can that comes down and lands and it's just quality just the way it lands and the guy gets out and he's sort of like shuffling along and they've made him out of his claymation or whatever it is it's just so good so if you never and i was a little bit worried about how it would stack up against mouse control with you know using the um, controller it's not too bad now i still think the mouse is better but using the controller is fine um if you haven't played that you don't know I, I I don't know why you wouldn't. It's just it should be on your games to try, and it's definitely if it's under five bucks, it's just a no-brainer. Um, so that's great. The game I have been playing the most is Resident Evil Revelations Two. Oh Jesus! Now, I think I was I playing that before last time I think time you, I was had, on the you show. had mentioned yeah you had mentioned that you were pl- you were jumping into it. Yeah, well, jump into it I did. I went through and played through it, finished it. Then I went back, and I think I've played through it twice more since then to go back and do collectibles and stuff nice. and get all the different endings. And I keep thinking I'm done with it. And it's just a, I keep going back and firing up. Oh, I'll just play it for another hour, just see what else I can do. Because the thing about these Resident Evil games, which I'm, I'm, I'm start, I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out, why do I like Resident Evil games? Do we have any fans in the room? Anyone, anyone else? I, I mean, I, I, like, I like Resident Evil. I I don't know about the the more recent ones have not done anything for me. I think we're talking, you know, really I'm talking about four and four and onwards. Uh, I I didn't I, I I'll, I'll be I'll be honest I didn't I didn't play four. Yeah. I didn't play four. I played five. Good thing we I don't have two. cameras tonight. So I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have any wisdom. Well, I mean, they changed the format up big time, right? That's what they did. You know, they turned Resident Evil from just a survival horror to survival horror with, you know, accurate shooting, if not stifled mechanics. Um, And it's still the same thing. Revelations 2 is still the same old thing that we've experienced for those last um, installments. It's stifled. It's stifling. You feel difficult. You can't, you know, it's claustrophobic. It's not easy to move around. Um but it is accurate shooting and 
I think what I and I've been trying to work out what what it is and why I'm drawn to these games so much. And I think what it is is the first time you play through them, you feel like it's it's hard. It's hard and it's tough. And the game is not going to do you any favors. You know, the you're going to get the crap scared out of you. You're going to battle things that you know are going to rip you from limb to limb and you're going to have to try and figure it out and ammo is scarce and you're always on the edge of your seat. But then you finish it and you're like, well, okay, I finished it. And then you go play it for a second time. It's like, well, it's not so scary. That's good. And uh, you know what? I can kill these guys with my knife a few more times, which means I have a lot more ammo to fuck around with when I really want it. And it just gets easier and more fun. And, it, and so the first time it's tough and it's, a, and it's an experience. And then the second time, the more you play it, it starts to become more of a fun game than it ever was. And that doesn't change, you know. And, and more things are released to you. There's more weapons that get released to you. There's more um, game modes. Uh, there's umpteen game modes that are on there. Like there's countdown mode where you're timed to get through. Um, there's invisible mode where all the bad guys are invisible, which I really hope. I'm, I'm going to play it. I really don't want to, but I know I'm going to. I have to be ready. I have to be in that zen moment where I'm ready to fight the invisible monsters. Um, and then, yeah, and like you're getting more weapons and stuff and everything's opening up and there's extra modes and extra content. It's just unlockables and you can start... And you, you, you become more powerful. It's just it's fantastic. It's just great. So there. Eat it. And zombies. Don't forget about zombies. Well, they haven't had zombies in Resident Evil for a long time. Well, I thought the Revelations had zombies. I thought I played through like the beginning of Revelations one. Oh, uh, maybe. And there were zombies. Had. I haven't played Revelations one. I was thinking about buying it on Steam this week because it's on sale. For yeah, it's bucks. on like stupid sale. Yeah, I think I should. So, I'm just a fan. I just love it. That's like good. good old stupid sale. Yeah, it's so. good. And uh, and then I have one more game on there, which uh, I, John has on there on his list as well. So I'll. I'll defer to John till he comes to it. Yeah, it works. We can we can converse on it. I'll get rid of the uh, the first one then. What? Really? Yeah. What? Did you talk about it last that... week? Uh, we I didn't do a I show last week. Well, the last episode. Oh. I think I did. It's the order eighteen eighty six. But in case oh, but no, wondering. but he but no, he finished. Excuse me, he I finished it. No, I didn't finish it last time. We talked about it, but I finished it now. Excuse me while I cough my lungs out. It's good. good. Okay, well then give me... uh, What's the... um, Tell me about the Order 1886. Yeah, the five-cent review, John. Yeah, so I actually... I enjoyed it. And I think... Kind of echoing what I said when I had started playing it is I knew what to expect at this point. It wasn't like it was fresh $60 thing, not knowing what to expect. Um, So I, I knew it was shorter. I knew it was more of a playable cinematic, per se. Um, I knew it was kind of like bowling with bumpers. You couldn't really get lost. It's, you know, kind of built with corridors. You you know, you just, you, you know, linear pretty much. But um, knowing all that, I kind of actually enjoyed the experience. It's it's a gorgeous game. Um, it's got a pretty cool story. Uh, definitely ends with opens up for more. The You know, and a couple of things, I mean, aside from some of the limitations, there's, you know, some smaller things in there too, like... Um, you know, if you go up to a mirror, you don't see her reflection, and it is not a sign that he's a vampire or anything. It's just there's no reflections built into that engine, which is kind of weird because it is such a gorgeous engine. Yeah, it is. Um, it's kind of a, a ominous miss 
for them to, you know, put that and but light has a reflection. Like if you're if you're when you're walking around with a lamp, it's reflecting off of glass and mirrors. Um so that's interesting too. The other uh and not spoilery thing, but the final boss battle is exactly like a boss battle in the middle of the game. Um nothing really too different in terms of the combat. So it wasn't the the biggest challenge was the battle just before the final boss battle. What was the final one again? The final battle? Yeah, that's how much I remember it and the game made an impression on me. I I can't yeah. even remember the f- final boss battle. Well, it's obviously a, a werewolf, just like earlier in the game. There's a werewolf that you fight. <laughs> I can't even remember it. That game made no <laughs> <Amazing>. impression. <laughs> well, there's the, uh, yeah, I know there's the sort of the werewolf you fight early on, right? Right, and then the boss battle at the end is basically the same thing where there's a few QTEs Spoiler. and then... Well, it's QTEs. I'm asking you to me to shut up. No, it's fine. Um, I mean, it's it's been out for a while at this point. Um, When you can get it for $10, it's okay to talk about the ending. (laughs) Um, No, I stand by my review of that game. You know, I, I, to me, it disappointed massively. It just, I could, I, no, I could see why it disappointed massively. And it's like you said, you know, if it was a $60 purchase when it was first released i don't think it delivered what a lot of people expected yeah and uh, my review would have been a lot different if i if i had paid full price but but taking it for what it is if you settle down and understand that that's what it is it does it pretty amazingly yeah and and honestly like i think there's a lot of promise for that studio to do more i mean they obviously it it looks great um, I think the voice acting was good. Everything was polished. Uh, I just think it could have done more, <laughs> I guess, more gameplay. What studio is it? I don't remember. Uh, Ready at Dawn. Oh, oh, oh. What else so, did they do? I don't know. Oh, no, wait. Didn't they do the... They did, like, the um, the God of War PSP games, right? I think so. Uh, I think that's right. I believe so. Let me see. Uh, yep, this is true. Sweet. And that's it, really, worth note. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a blend of people from Naughty Dog and Blizzard. So they got some pedigree. Blizzard. Blizzard. <laughs> uh, but no, I enjoyed it for what it is. Uh, I think knowing what it is helped um, and knowing what to expect. So I wasn't going in wondering why the credits are rolling after <laughs> shortly after starting it. Um, and there's a couple challenging uh, combat bits in there, too, um, which is cool. But I had fun with it. So... Not bad. Hopefully, uh, a definite not bad rating. Just yeah, not bad. I think if they conti- if they continue the story, you know, because they do leave it where there could be uh, they leave it open. Let's say. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they learn from the feedback and everything, and kind of put more game into it. Um, yeah, know, I'm just watching the. Um, sorry, John. I was just going to say I'm just catching a quick glimpse of the final boss fight to see if I can remember it, and I mean it. Because it just it's it's dark and werewolfy, just like the first one. Like you say, yeah. I mean, it's just. Could you know, could you describe the werewolf, right sir? <laughs> show title right there. The night was dark and werewolfy. <laughs> but it looks amazing. I forgot. I mean, it really does. It does. It's yeah. Just, it's a phenomenal looking game. It is. Like even early on, you're on rooftops and you're looking around. And you're like, "Wow, this is cool." It's just a cool, cool vibe of like old London with steampunk and yeah. old oh, London, <laughs> werewolfy. 
<laughs> I, I wouldn't go out tonight, him. friends. It's looking mighty werewolfy. <laughs> What's the weather going to be tonight, Governor? It's going to be grace. Scattered showers, werewolfy index of three. Uh, Oh, he's uh, hairy, that one. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. So other than that, uh, I have been playing The Division as well as Fraser. Uh, Put a lot of time into it, actually. There's a lot of people I know playing it. I think a lot of people know people playing it (laughs) as well. There is a Um, lot of people playing it. I'm on a WhatsApp group. There are a ton of guys on there playing it. Well, if you if at any moment you look at your friends list on any console and you're like, wow, I see like half a dozen to ten people playing this. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's great. I mean, I've talked about it already a little bit with the beta. I don't think we've talked about it since release because I think the last show we did was just before it came out on uh, official capacity. But phrase, what do you think? I haven't been playing a lot of it. Okay, here's my cat. Here's the thing. I haven't been playing a lot of it. But it's not because I don't like it. It's just for some reason I'm stuck in I'm stuck in a bit of a deep funk at the moment. Like I can't really bring myself to play much. So just I think I've been too busy. Um, but I have dived into it a little bit here and there. Xbone. Xbone, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, we haven't we haven't jumped in together yet. Um, no, it's just because me getting down to playing on the Xbox One. I've just been so busy that I come in. I just want to go upstairs. My PlayStation's upstairs, which is probably why I've been playing Resident Evil more than I've been playing The Division. So I need to swap the consoles around. Um, it's um, good. I mean, I'm do. really impressed. I'm really impressed by it. I think it's the Tom Clancy. It's definitely the Tom Clancy game that we've been waiting for for a long time. Rainbow Six Siege wasn't. I mean, a lot of people rave about Rainbow Six Siege, but it hasn't had the take up of you know something like we had with Rainbow Six Vegas many years ago. Um, so it's great that so many people have been playing it and enjoying it. It looks great. Um, I've enjoyed what I have played of it. I've been particularly impressed with the ability to just run around and and party up. I've not really been playing. i played a bit with Bongo. Um, I have played, I don't think since the beta, I've played with anyone else on my friends list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have hooked up with loads of randoms like to do missions and that's been good you know it's been yeah, really they do good. a good job at being able to jump into something like that like if you're right in front of a mission area you just you know you hold down x and it will start a matchmaking thing you know they can make it really easy to jump in with other people or, or find people who are about to do the same thing which i think is nice um rather than destiny you have to go around and just <laughs> find someone to team up with or, or take to an external website <laughs> like destiny lfg where you're looking for a group yeah, um, I think it's nice that everything's kind of baked right into it for for some of the other missions. Yeah, that seems to work. Like I am just running around doing my own thing. Maybe choose to do a mission on my own, and then you know, up oh, I'll just I'll hit the matchmaking button, and then things seem to sort themselves out. So, yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I've had some good firefights, and I haven't been into the dark zone yet. Okay, yeah, I haven't done too much uh, since the official release. I did a good amount in the beta, but um, I'm focusing more on sort of the the campaign content. Um, but I know a lot of people who are already like level 30, which is the current cap. <laughs> and, uh, also like 30 something in the, in the dark zone as well. Cause there's two different level systems. Right. Um, and would then they, depending on what, would they that? have had to put a lot of hours in, but I mean like Mark Annex, I yeah. think is he's on about 80 hours, right? 
Yeah, you have to put. I mean, you get a lot of XP when you finish like a main mission. That's where you're gonna get the most XP, and like especially like in the earlier ones, I I find that like I finish a mission and I go up a level to almost two with the amount of experience that I'd be doing. Especially if you're doing one that's uh like let's say you're like a level eight and you're doing a level ten or eleven mission, you get a lot extra. Um, It might not be it might be a little more challenging, but if you're with a couple people who are a little higher, then it makes it a little easier. But um, it's like again, example last night, uh, Steve and I teamed up, and then uh, Dave Thulu jumped in with us, and he jumped in as a level seven, and we were currently doing a level eighteen mission. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that was a fun. Com- that was a fun Slack conversation to, t- to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, but we finished that mission, and he went from seven to like almost eleven right after finishing it. So you, right. there's some ways, like if you can get some people to get a good group to pull you through, um, you know, and like I had gotten Steve up a couple levels for doing a couple of missions too. Although after that, we went to do a, a level 20 mission and I'm a, I was a level 20 and uh, it, they were just, they were dying left and right. <laughs> so it was pretty good. But, um, but yeah, the team up was nice. It's got proximity chat. So like when you're in somewhere in the dark zone or anything like that, you can actually like communicate with people nearby if you're not in the, in a group together. Um, to see if they're actually going to try to betray you. <laughs> right. Um, but no, it, it's good. It's a lot more polished since the beta, surprisingly. Like, I thought the beta looked good, but then once, you know, the, the final release came out, it just, it was, had a lot of polish on it. Um, it was a lot cleaner. I think, uh, I can't remember where I heard it, but somebody was talking about, you know, in comparison to Destiny. Destiny is essentially like you have a hub world and then you just kind of bounce around to these other areas where, in the division, it's like you're just in New York City. And they do they do a good job at sort of masking or hiding load screens, so it just feels like you can just run across New York City like you could in the real world. Um, like you know, I think you know one one time they they do load screens is if you do a fast travel, of course, because it's got to progress across. But I think they do a lot of preloading in the background as you go to these different neighborhoods, so you don't have to worry about you know any of these uh, any of these things taking you out of the game. Um, but another time is when you're going into the the main base of operations, you know, yeah. you, you you know during that vestibule, it makes you walk, yeah, that's which is pretty neat. clever. Rather than having, I'd rather do that than have it load because at least you're still in control. Um, and then if you go into the dark zone, there's kind of a a couple of like really quick minor load screens as well. But um, but no, I mean it does a good job at keeping you immersed into the game. Um, the other thing too is, I mean, because obviously it's it's got the MMO traits to it. But there, there's no specific classes, and I think I've heard some people kind of saying they wish there were specific classes. But I think what's cool is you can make your own, um, you know, because some people want to be a healer or a tank or anything like that. Um, but you know, in the beginning, well, you first used to get one one sort of perk, and then shortly after you get to like level ten, you get two, and eventually you can have four total perks, I guess, from what it looks like. Um, but there's different things like you can be a healer, you know, have one, but then you could also have sort of like a seeking mine, you know, so you don't have to be strictly a healer. You can have, you know, other things. You kind of build your own type of class, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty cool. Um, and then obviously, you know, whatever gun you think works for you, if you like a sniper rifle, if you like a shotgun, like you don't have to be you know, that's that kind of thing too. Cause in a lot of these games, you pick a class and you're like, Hey, I like this, but I wish I didn't have to be stuck with this type of weapon or this type of, you know, trait. So it's kind of nice to get to build your own, I think, kind of what caters to you. But but it's fun. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of content in it. Um, there seems to be that, tons, yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, it's it's not like there's tons of missions. I think there's like a dozen or so, like main campaign missions for the you know for the entry of the game. But then there's a lot of side missions, and then there's a lot of they call them encounters. It's just random stuff that happens throughout the city, like a hostage rescue, or if you're infiltrating a enemy hideout, or you know, um, doing some you know trying to turn on these machines for you know the uh, the virus research and stuff like that. And you get a little XP and, and you can find loot and weapons in there too. I think the loot payoff is a lot better than destiny. You know, I think I'm, I keep saying that cause a lot of people are comparing it to destiny cause this is the kind of the, this year's sort of, you know, well, it is in a way. I mean, you can MMO see why thing. people are, people are comparing it. I mean, I've noticed a lot of people complaining recently about, you know, why am I shooting some guy who's wearing a hoodie, you know, seven times in the head and he's not going down. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's not realistic, but that's not but, what it is. You know, you have to... He's not an alien with thick skin. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not that kind of game. You know, you have to... It is an RPG, right? Are there werewolves? Yeah, yeah. It's not very werewolfy, this one. No, no but it... I mean, it, but it is dark. Maybe almost werewolfy, but... Um, but no, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely fun. It doesn't feel too grindy. You know, like, I feel like the, the, like I was saying before, the loot drops and weapon drops are worth it. Like, you finish a mission and you're like, sweet, I, you know, you can at least find a couple of new pairs of gear. Um, or at least enough stuff to, you know, trade in and you know, put it towards something else. But it's good. A lot of cool stuff. I like the, the gun modding. You don't have to just find a random gun. You can actually find, you know, other items to make the gun better. Um, you know, like, things for stability or, you know, like a better scope or, you know, better damage and things like that. So... Mm. It's good. Yeah, I'm hoping to play some more. Yeah, we'll have to jump in one night. I will give you a shout. Carry through level twenty. I will. I will. I. All right. But yeah, so fish. What have you been playing? Yeah. Video games, right? We're here to talk about. (laughs) Strap yourselves in. Strap yourselves in. It's a long list. Um. So I played some World of Warcraft. Because I wanted to get the Hearthstone man's, or woman's, and you have to level a character to level 20. Doesn't matter if you already have characters over level 20, you have to reach level 20. So I did that, and I played some Hearthstone. Play a little Street Fighter V. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not getting off that easy, Fish. Okay, like, <laughs> for someone who did went through their Hearthstone phase, and Hearthstone made my game one of my, it wasn't game of the year, but it was up there in my top five. I mention or something? No, 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 no. It did well. It was in my top five. <laughs> it uh, showed well. <laughs> it did show well, yeah. Perky demeanor. <laughs> You're just spitting out show titles. <laughs> <laughs> not too dark and werewolfy <laughs> uh but i haven't you know i i put in a, a bunch of time with it and enjoyed it immensely and then it dropped it like a stone where i just mm-hmm. like, I've had enough of that enough of that so what's going on and where what what's going on in the world of hearthstone these days what i don't understand a word you said on what it is you've been doing so well thing. were you playing when they released those um those special champion skins that like you could buy a new mage skin, so you instead of playing as Jaina, you were playing as Medivh. No. All right. Well, they released three skins. They were ten bucks a piece, and it was one for hunter, one for mage, and one for warrior. And it just made it, you know it was it made your guy look special. They released a fourth one for paladin, but the way to get it was you didn't pay money, which would have been a lot easier. 
you had to level to level 20 in Warcraft, which is free. It's the, you can use the, um, whatever they call the, the trial account. Um, okay. You level to level 20, and then uh, you, have, you have your man. And you it unlocks in, in Hearthstone. And the reason that I'm I'm, I'm and enjoying they tie all that into the account for that. Yeah, game. yeah, because it's all tied into your Battle.net account. Yeah, but Battle.net. Uh, who's that owns that? Blizzard, also known as Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Never forget. And I don't know. I'm excited about Hearthstone because of those uh, those changes that they're doing with um, with uh, limiting the amount of uh, limiting the the expansions of cards. Because I really think that, that that is going to really make deck building interesting again. Because right now there are cards that you just you have to include. Like Doctor Boom is a card that goes in every deck. It doesn't really matter what deck you're, what the point of your deck is. You if you're if you're playing if you're playing Hearthstone and you own Doctor Boom, he goes in your deck. What does he do? Uh, when you play him, he is a seven seven for seven mana, and he spawns two Boom bots. Which can when they're one ones and when they're killed, they do between one and four damage to a random enemy. Okay. Like it's a really it's a really overpowered card, but it's from the Goblins and Gnomes set. So when they roll out this standard edition, Goblins and Gnomes and Curse Naxxramas, which has some other ridiculous cards in it, um, they're not going to be available to you in this standard mode. Standard is just going to be Black Rock Mountain, um, the Grand Tournament. Uh, the, the whatever the adventure one was called that I don't remember the name the great journey or the great venture or whatever and uh, this new set that comes out uh, whispers of the old gods so that's all it's going to be so you're 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 eliminating a lot of the power cards um, from the from the sets and people won't be able to use them and that's what the tournaments are going to play on it's going to be interesting again for for deck building so I'm excited about that and I always and I always get excited for for new expansions and this new one is all about the old gods of Warcraft which were always like the the uh, uh, Lovecraftian gods, you know, that are more tentacles and eyeballs and shit like that and just are giant, unimaginable things that have names with apostrophes in the middle of them. Yeah, um, yeah and, and, and that's what the whole new set's all about, and I'm really excited for that. So, yeah, I just... I, I don't know, man. I like Hearthstone. And, and Hearthstone's a game that I can just, like... I can just play, like, you know, I'm... I'm I'm working and it's not nothing's going on. I can just bring out the iPad and play a game of Hearthstone. It's just it's a nice escape. So yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone, and I've been playing. Well met. Wow, there you go. John's been working on that the whole time. <laughs> no, I've had that for. I just thought of it. I was like, oh wait, I have one of those. Oh, I have that. Um, I played Street Fighter. But I want to talk about... There is something I do want to talk about because uh, I, I revealed the dark secret and it turned out that John shared my dark secret. I'm really fucking excited for Quantum Break. I'm really excited for that game. Everything I see about it, I get more excited. Like, I, like people are rolling their eyes at the fact that there's this live-action content with real actors and then it's model. That stuff, I'm geeking out for that shit. Are you kidding me? It's like Night Trap, only cool. I'm I'm really excited for that game. I'm 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 on the precipice of pre-ordering it. If I can't buy the PC code off John, um, I'm definitely gonna pre-order it because that comes out next week, right? No, two weeks. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, April fifth. April fifth. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, 
I that haven't really, really seen cool. anything about it. I remember they showed some stuff at one of the E3s, and there was that guy from The Wire who was in it. The, Everyone from The Wire is in it. The, um, there's two guys. There's Littlefinger and uh, the guy who played like the the chief of that section, the skinny black guy. What was his name? I don't remember his name. Littlefinger and that guy are both in it. Someone else is in it too. Yeah, no, that uh, guy. Charlie who... from Lost. Well, right. Uh, that's uh, that's that's Mary. Thanks. Um, yeah, isn't that one of the guys who ended up being the mayor or something? Yes. Wire, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw a clip the other day, maybe a couple of days ago, where there was some sort of time warp bending. Yeah, dude, come on. That looks pretty cool. Come on. I'll that's what the that. game's about. And listen, and listen, it's not like Remedy hasn't made a fucking shooter that's about time warping. Like this is this is their fucking this is their this is their 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 zone their fucking their wheelhouse this is it. I'm excited. I'm excited for that game, and nobody seems to give a shit about that game. Yeah, well, that's it. I, I do. don't, but it doesn't mean I can't get on board. So you know, I just need uh, words of encouragement <laughs> like that. You know, somebody. I need again, like somebody to take me by the scruff of the neck and say, "This is what you need to be looking at," right? You know. Um, although you know, if I can. Um, Hijack and just segue mm-hmm. into what was released this week. There's some more stuff released on um, about uh, No Man's Sky. Did anybody yes. see that? Yes, yep. that looks great mm-hmm. too. There's some pretty cool. Uh, I saw on Reddit some like interesting. They had like five facts about No Man's Sky. That's what I saw. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, give yeah. me the five facts, and oh, if you could, and if it could all be on separate web pages, please. Yeah, okay, I'll dig that up. Well, they they used Imgur, so it was like five different. So the first one says there'll be a total of... And this is a, he's quick, this guy. Hey, I'm still I typing to Google. <laughs> he's young. These young kids, Fraser. I don't know. So, it's, a good, it's good about Reddit, Reddit apps. Uh, so there'll be a total of, and it's a number I can't read, but it says, or approximately 18 billion billion unique explorable planets. God. It would take uh, 10 years to discover every planet if everyone on Earth discovered 500 planets per minute. Let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't uh, think that's possible. No Man's Sky features procedurally generated solar systems, planets, flora, fauna, creature voices, music, and spaceships. The voices are procedurally generated. <laughs> no Man's Sky generates most of its content using math functions as opposed to using storage space or the internet. But I... Here's, oh, here's, the, here thing about, here's the thing about No Man's Sky that I, I think that everyone... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Give me the last fact. Give me the fact. No Man's Sky is so large that the development team built virtual probes to explore the cosmos and search for problems. <laughs> they built probes to do their work. <laughs> so here's the thing, and this is like, and I, and I'm not trying to sell No Man's Sky short by any means, but like, let's not think that it's something it's not. To uh, to quote a great politician, No Man's Sky knows I exactly what have, it's doing. Oh. No, not that. Not that great politician. A different one. <laughs> I like that. That that is a that is that is gonna be a survival game or something close to a survival game. You're not gonna get a dense wing commander experience out of No Man's Sky. There's gonna be a lot of times where you're just gonna be in the in the emptiness of space, and that's cool with me. I'm 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 so down for that. I'm so down to just fucking put on some tunes and just fly around fucking space, just like I was going to do in Elite Dangerous and never did. (laughs) (laughs) 
think that is what gets me. I mean, that is you've just hit the nail on the head. I mean, they, it doesn't matter. I don't care how many times you roll out, how many eighteen million billion trillions, gazillion, googlillion, <laughs> how many planets that you can procedurally generate. Oops, surprisingly, they're by math functions. Um, you know what? I'm not impressed. It just doesn't impress me. Like. <laughs> Of course they're procedurally generated. Of course they're done by math probes. And of course you had to send out a probe, right? Or whatever. Or you wrote a program to do it for you. Whatever. I mean, we can call it a probe if you like, you know. A program? Program. No. John. <laughs> write it down. It's a different level, this guy. We got th- <laughs> it's unbelievable. We got sh- we're going to have show titles for days. <laughs> show titles for years. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Like, the, I just feel those five points or whatever, the five facts about No Man's Sky were just five facts, which were just like, okay. Well, right. I mean, it's like it's, it's still like saying, the smoke and mirrors thing of like. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I, this game, this the they're, they're so coy with their advertising that, that it'd be like saying, oh, well, Rise of the Tomb Raider is over a million lines of code. Like, what does that, what does that mean? Like, like that doesn't that that has no conceptual value. I can't imagine nineteen billion billion planets. It doesn't. Well, okay. Here's here's another one for you. Metal Gear Solid has probably billions of different possibilities of putting a character together. You right. Take in all the different characters, the different guns, how you can customize everything. I mean, it's. I'm just. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. And listen, that game's gonna be good, but like, don't expect it to be. The next great like you I like I, I you read stuff on Reddit and people think it's gonna be like free space or like fucking free space with like Master of Orion and, and all this and it's like no dude like this is gonna be this is gonna be rust. Like you're gonna be on a planet, you're gonna build some shit, and then you're gonna go into space, and the whole point is to drive to the middle of the fucking universe or the middle of the galaxy or whatever the fuck it is. Like that's it. Yeah. And if you go into that with that expectation Anything beyond that is a fucking surprise, and it's great. But don't like go into this expecting and um, like just anything super amazing. Like it may not even control that well. We don't know. No, it's just going to be fascinating to watch it unfold, to see what they deliver. Yeah, I agree and with it's that. Interesting that you see it, you compare it to Rust because for me and a lot of people who listen to the show for a long time know what Rust did to me. You know, but Rust, well, right. Rust presented itself as a gameplay element and something, a type revealed of... the monster inside you. <laughs> <laughs> it did things to It me. revealed the werewolf inside. <laughs> that game was very werewolfy. <laughs> <laughs> it was personally werewolfy for me, okay? I don't want to talk about it. But even before I'd played Rust, I knew that I wanted to play Rust because I knew... As soon as somebody had told me, this is what you get with Rust. It is a land... You know, awake on the planet, and it's you versus survival. And if you lose, it's all gone. And that sense of survival was just something I'd never experienced. Sense of investment, you know, was just incredible. They had you Um, at no clothes. (laughs) They had me at (laughs) trying to hit a a Russian guy over the head with a stone naked. (laughs) Your clothes, give them to me. Chasing (laughs) pigs. So, so yeah, well, what no man? So hopefully, no man's sky can do something, bring something, yeah, I'd, amazing to the table, or something you know, like a rust-like experience, maybe to, 
to the consoles, which there hasn't been on the consoles. Well, I don't know. Ark Evolved is there, maybe. I don't know. And so is, isn't Long Dark there, too? Uh, the, everyone was, uh, or the, the, the previews I read of No Man's Sky compared it to Long Dark. Yeah, I, I played Long it. Dark Early Access. I haven't played the... F- is it still in Early I Access? Don't think, I think it's still in Early Access. That's the problem with those games, is that they, like, never... DayZ has been in Early Access since before Early Access was a thing. I mean, I... It's, I know The Long Dark has had a whole bunch of updates, I guess. Um, so I haven't played any of the new stuff. I played like the first early access, and it was good. There's just, I, you know, there's a lot of content still to come. But. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I think that's it. Should we talk about some news that I didn't look mm-hmm. up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's plow through the news. I think we've almost done a show already. Yeah. John, can I get, can I get the news music, please? This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. <laughs> 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 Alright. This jingle is great. <laughs> it is. It is still great. I'm, I'm glad that we have it back. Alright, so... The only... I put a couple things. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Well, did you put I mean, the... we could all... Did you put the Go NX ahead. leak in there? Uh, somebody no, did. I did. Okay. That was the only thing that I was going to talk about. So we can talk about that, and then you guys can read the other stuff, because I, even... <laughs> I don't even have the doc open. Please. I just threw a couple things in there, and I never finished looking for other news, so this is just random stuff. But um, some news about Telltale's Batman game came out, saying that it's going to be... Buggy as hell. Buggy. Oh. Yeah. It's gonna be oh, what? <laughs> it's gonna be. It's not gonna be buggy as hell. Oh well, maybe. Yeah. But uh, they they said it's gonna be it's gonna be rated M because it's gonna have content that would make it feel like it'd be like an R-rated Batman game. Oh, good, um, good. But apparently, they're also it's the next version of Telltale's engine as well. So it's gonna be oh, buggy as hell. Buggy, buggy as, as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well done, everyone. Yep. Oh, but, I mean, like, am I, I wrong? Has and has anyone played a Telltale game and gone, man, that is a well put together thing? <laughs> no, it's always about, hey, that was a great story. And that's that, like, exactly. And no, I'm nobody... and I'm surprised that the that the game was there to to give it to me. I uh, Placky lost. Or they or they, or they talk three... about the cell shaded graphics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I really enjoyed uh, the Wolf Among Us. I mean, I thought that was yes. great. Oh, yeah. But you know no. why? Yeah. Because it was very. Yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> it well, it's not a real word, but you. <laughs> no, Wolf Among Us was great, but like, it was janky as fuck getting through that game. Totally, Grandma. Yep. <laughs> but with a perky demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Telltale. Uh, no, uh, I mean, we'll see. It's inter- I think that's an interesting IP. Yeah. For a Telltale game. Um, it's gonna be better than Batman vs Superman. <laughs> By the way, you know what? I never, I, I didn't get a chance to tell you because I haven't been on the show for a while. But there was a lot of fallout for your amiibo list. Not don't don't you pin that on me. <laughs> don't you pin that on Steve's me, Fraser. Amiibo list. Well, the, uh, Steve's amiibo list and those who partook of the conversation. <laughs> There's a lot of people talking about that for for a long time afterwards. No, I th- I think like. Two or three episodes later, we go to check the uh, community, and we're like, people are still talking about amiibos. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I don't want to know. I don't want to know the series of phrases that he had to Google to stumble upon that list. Nor 
do I want to think about why he was like, gosh, I wonder if this list exists. I don't know. I think I've known Steve a long to know long enough to know why he found that list. He either searched those crazy things or that site has great SEO. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to figure out how to how to change the oil in my car, and this this was on a, just on just top page of Google. And I was like, wow, relevant to my interests. <laughs> I'm afraid to go into the into the Game Punchers Google account and see what what people have been searching for. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good yeah well batman telltale i guess we'll see uh apparently they're also the next walking dead season will actually be out late this year on telltale great good games <laughs> great news yep uh the other thing i put on there just to see if you want a discussion about playstation vr i'm gonna buy it it's got res it's I'm in for the res. Most affordable, most affordable one yet. Well, I, not really. I mean, three ninety nine or four ninety nine if you still need to get the. Uh, but you have to own a PS4, so you have to add that cost in there. I feel. Yeah, like. but I think the thing is a lot. Of, well, I guess. Well, maybe not because you don't add PC. the cost of the PC in. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's going to cost me nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars to play fucking Res again. Yeah, and then they're having uh, there's gonna be a, a Battlefront PSVR experience. Yeah, the Tatooine thing. Saw that. Sure. Seems it. I just think about No Man's Sky. PSVR might be kind of cool too. Or it could be like VR in Canada, seven hundred bucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's a bundle. <laughs> Well, what does the bundle come with? Headset, Four... camera, pair of move controllers. Okay, so that's the five hundred dollar bundle here. You need the yeah, you need the PlayStation TV thing too, to, or PlayStation camera. Right? That that comes with that, doesn't it? That does. Uh, yeah. No, well, they they did say that they're gonna sell just the headset separately because some people right. might already have the camera for whatever reason. And the move controllers, right? Yeah, no, um, I pre-orders for the five hundred and forty-nine dollar bundle, which includes the headset, necessary cables, will launch later box. in the year. That's still a lot of money. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. For something that you don't know whether or not you're going to enjoy. I think that's the craziest thing about VR is that the buy-in is, is really high for something that isn't like, it isn't a sure thing. Like, I love the Oculus, but like I can't play games in it for more than 20 minutes. And that's just the, the DK1. They Apparently they fixed that. But if I had to pay $700 for that unit and like I could only play it for 20 minutes at a time, Nope. So what's your plan of attack then? You're going to you think you'll get it, but you'll wait until you won't pre order, right? No, I I I had an Oculus pre ordered and then I cancelled it because I was like, I don't I don't have a, the card that it needs to per, to support it yet. I'm waiting for NVIDIA to release whatever their next chipset is. And then um Wouldn't you've got a killer deal on that if you hadn't cancelled it? I mean, maybe I could have resold it. I don't know. Like, I, they, I don't know. Or I don't was care. that the Kickstarter people who got something amazing? Oh, the Kickstarter people got it for free. Right. If they Kickstarted it, they got the the retail version for free. Um, but uh, but I'm definitely gonna get a PlayStation VR, which means I have to get a PS4. So I'm just gonna wait. They're gonna have a nine hundred dollar bundle that has everything. So I'll just buy that. And then, for regular VR, I'm leaning towards the Vive, because like. You look at the two, the two like pitches, and one is like, "Oh well, yeah, well, some stuff that's on Steam will work with this, and we're going to have our own proprietary Oculus store." Or you have, 
yeah, it's the Steam headset. Like I, I don't think that there's a there's there's a there's an option there. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm leaning, but I don't I, I'm not gonna make any any commitments anytime. I'm sorry, I can't make any commitments at this time. Uh, if I if I have additional news, uh, I will be sure to update you. John's going to have another child. Right. So I can imagine the last thing that he will ever ever be able to do will be buy us has something that is a headset. It straps him on and isolates him from his wife. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) On the flip side of that, I can't imagine anything he'd want more. I I cannot comment. (laughs) I mean, maybe VR will be the only escape for you. Right. Maybe they make baby monitors that work with it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess we'll see. I can't wait to see how that goes down. I think it's this year's most interesting thing to watch oh, in terms sure. of the whole VR category. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, GDC was full of it. Just full of it. Like, everything was... Yeah, they was... had a whole VR's, like, wing of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, VR, uh, Eli uh, was there, uh, and he was like, this is, a, the, this is like early App Store Rush VR. Like, everyone is like, this is, this is where we want to be because we think we're going to see App Store-like success. I don't think they will. Because the thing that made the App Store so good, and as Eli has pointed out, um, the thing that made the App Store so successful is that no one thought it was going to do anything. They're like, "Oh, great, phone games, fantastic!" But like that's so like no one was there, so the people that were there first got everything. But everyone is rushing to VR, so it's, it'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see where that goes. Like I saw a demo today for an app that's like basically just your Windows desktop in VR. <laughs> Nobody wants to be in Windows. Right, but but I mean, like, <laughs> I, I, who knows if that shit's even gonna work? I don't know. Yeah, mm. that's interesting. I don't know. What about that NX controller? Oh know. well, let's talk about the NX controller, shall we? Um, so the NX controller, uh, I mean, uh, uh, there's been a lot of smoke with the way that this controller looks, so I imagine there is a fire there. Um, but yeah, the more high definition pictures leaked today of the NX controller and, and that, that's cool, but I want to talk about what the internet did because the internet fucking, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, so those I pictures, think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Uh, those, in- those pictures leaked, right? Those pictures. And in the pictures, there's a reflection of a tree on, uh, I don't know if it's the controller or just the desk or whatever, but there's a reflection of a tree. Yeah, it's it's off of something. And some fucking asshole was like, oh, well, I'm just going to track this dude down based on the tree, because I I can see this person's keyboard, so it's a Swedish keyboard, so they're in Sweden. Let's figure out where this is. Oh, I found the tree. (laughs) Like, 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 there's two, there's two levels to this, right? There's the, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would, why, don't, don't, don't you have a job? Like, don't, isn't there, you could be playing Hearthstone. You could be playing Hearthstone and putting your mind to better use than tracking down a fucking tree. And secondly, the internet is so, like, Reddit is, and and NeoGav gets so angry when things are hidden from them. So then when someone goes out on a limb and says, hey, look, here's something that's coming, guys. You can see it now. I'm going to leak it. They're like, let's find this fucker. Let's, let's find him and figure out who did this. It's like, you can't have it both ways, guys. You, you can't. Let the people who leak shit leak it. 
Don't fucking, like, no one is going to fucking, in 10 years, no one's going to be like, yeah, no, it was Max, uh, Max at 420 on NeoGAF. Track this guy right down. It's incredible, incredible stuff. They gave him a gold medal for it. I don't know why. It wasn't the Olympics that year. I'm not sure which way you're going with this. I just, I think it's, I think it's fucking, I think it's, it's, it's those little things about the internet that fucking just really <laughs> anger me. Really anger me. Why? Yeah, so, I don't understand why. I mean, like, people love a mystery, right? Right. People love a mystery. But, like, no, it's it's this whole, like, it kind of bleeds into that whole uh, games journalism thing. Like, oh, well, they're not really journalists because it's all NDAs and stuff like that. So they can't, they can't really tell us what's going on. And then it's like, oh, well, this guy broke an NDA. So he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, fuck game journalism. We're, we're going to break this NDA and I'm going to show you what this controller looks like. Let's track this guy down so everyone knows who it was so he has no anonymity and he loses his job. Like, oh. Isn't I, that the whole point of an NDA? Well, right, but like, if you don't like NDAs, why are you helping people figure out who broke the NDA? That's, I, I don't know. I don't really yeah. Apparently they think uh, it's somebody from Massive Entertainment. Yes. But then somebody said those trees aren't in front of that building anymore. <laughs> oh, good. Good. So the mystery is preserved. Uh, amazing. Sorry, Max Like, if the guy's purposely leaking stuff and he's under an NDA, then, you know, whatever. You know, right. No, no. He deserves... Something. Listen, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to get fucked. What I'm saying is, is that there's this weird double standard where, like, the Max 420 is going to just derive 15 seconds of internet fame because he fucking uh, tracked down this person based on a tree reflection. Yeah, but people love doing that stuff. People love a challenge, right? I, I guess. It's a mystery. People love to solve mysteries. <laughs> Amazing. Some Scooby-Doo level stuff right there. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Zones. Getting mad at the internet is not a good hobby. Fish. Listen, listen, that's all I've got. That's all I've got in life. <laughs> I want to talk about redundant <laughs> hobbies. That's, that's what I've got. <laughs> I just I signed back right up now. for Facebook today because I was like, you know... To nothing. I signed back up on Facebook because I was just like, fuck it, this is going to be the best place to watch the world burn. This is going to be the best place to do it, so let's just, let's just get on. Fucking Facebook. It will be. Yep. The if best. you can get past the posts on home remedies and <laughs> God knows what else people are reposting and sharing. Well, my wife um, comes from a very conservative Christian background, so her Facebook is just a joy to read. Oh, my word. <laughs> Somebody made a very good point the other day. They said Reddit is a place of interesting content posted by people I don't know versus <laughs> Facebook, which is a place of utter shit content posted by people I know very well. That's well, that's why that's why I uh, closed my Facebook account initially because I was just like I am I can't I can't watch people who I respect say these fucking ridiculous things. I don't find I have a problem with me most of the time with people saying stuff on my Facebook account. It's just the the, the sharing and the it's almost mm -hmm. like brutal now. And because I'm an avid Reddit reader, most of the time, if it's vaguely interesting, I heard it three weeks, you know, three weeks ago or read it three weeks ago. But I don't know. There you go. Yeah, it's Facebook. always kind of funny. You're like, hey, I saw that meme a while ago. Yeah. No, it's on Facebook. So, Classic. there you go. All right. Well, uh, shall we do the charts? Yep. Yep. I guess. I... <laughs> yes. Are we sure about this? 
Go on, I took do whatever you want. I took the time to update them. Who's going to do the east? I'll, I got to oh, load up the, the page. I got to load up the page. You do the west first because I'm, I'm I'm loading up the page still. Okay, here are your charts for the west. Uh, good old uh, British influence charts. These ones at number ten, Forza Motorsport six. Uh, at number nine, Lego Marvel Avengers. At number eight, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. At seven, It Shall Not Die, GTAV. Man, how old is that game? Oh, man, I don't know. Seven, eight years? At number six, it's FIFA 1-6. FIFA. At number FIFA. five, Far Cry Primal. At number four, Call of Duty Blops 3. Um, at number three, Pokken Tournament, which I think is Pokemon, right? It's Pokemon yeah, it's like made Pokemon. by the made by the Tekken guys, right? Um, so they went with Pokken Tournament. Pokken. Pokken. At Pokin. number two, EA Sports UFC two, and uh, at number one, Tom Clancy's The Division. Dividing. Dividing. Mm-hmm. All right, so are we ready for the I'm East? I'm going to play the Division. I'm going to be dividing. Okay. You ready for the East? Here we go. And number 10, you got the Wii U game Splatoon. <clears throat> and number 9, you got the PS Vita game Minecraft. And number 8 for the PS4, it's Kagura Estival versus Girls the Selection Sakura. Beauty. <laughs> and number 7, you got the PS Vita game Gundam Breaker 3. Number 6 for the 3DS. Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, Pikachu, the download card version. Number five, Wii U, Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess HD. Number four, Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympic Games for the 3DS. Number three, the PS4 version of the division. Number two, PS Vita version of Digimon World Next Order. And number one for the Wii U, it's Pocket Tournament. That was a really disappointing list. I was hoping for more, like, yeah. really... Still, I like number <laughs> six. Six was, yeah. Six is my favorite. Red, green, blue. Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> the download card version. Uh, we actually do have a community question. Ooh. From Mr. Wyatt May. From the Slack chat, if you are not a part of the Slack chat, you should be a part of the Slack chat. Uh, I don't know how to sign up for it, though. You'd have to ask John. Tinyurl.com slash slackpunchers. There you go. Uh, Tinyurl. <laughs> Tinyurl. Tinyurl. <laughs> there's another fucking title for us. This is going to be the, the pre- show of subtitles. Prequel to My Name is Earl. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, upgradable P- uh, Xbox and PS4. Bad ideas or better than another? Or one, I'm sorry, one better than another. So there's yeah. two questions there. First question is, do we think those are bad ideas? Upgradable PS4 and Xbox. Hmm. I was hoping to go to bed in a minute. <laughs> should we, uh, should do you want to do Wyatt's now. question next next week? No, I'll tell you what. I'll give Wyatt a pocket answer. How's about that? All right. How about a pocket um, answer? I think as well, I could be channeling my inner Steve here. No, I don't think they're a good idea. I like the fact that a console is, that's it. You paid your money. That's what you've got. It's going to sit there with you five or six years. 
the developers are going to get, you know, you're going to suffer through the first year of, of games that aren't that great, uh, that promise a lot and deliver very little. Then you, you see a bell curve, right? Your bell curve, then you're going to just, you're going to hit this, when the consoles hit their stride, like they're hitting their stride right now, we are now up for the next three years, maybe four years of just fantastic releases, great games. The systems are optimized. The games are optimized for the systems. People know what they're doing with the consoles. They're going to be getting most out of them. And then the console will wind down and we'll get ready for the next one. Yeah, I mean, last last generation, we just saw them get slimmer with a bigger hard drive. I mean, I think, I think Fraser nailed it. Like, we're about to hit our stride with these consoles and they're already talking about, nope, we're going to get new ones. Like, if you continue to do an upgrade cycle like that, um, you're never going to hit your stride. And we're going to have fucking remakes and bullshit and everyone's going to play games on PC, which they should be doing anyway. Well, didn't, uh, so like, was, uh, what? I was gonna say, didn't PlayStation even say that, like, they, for, like, the, these first couple of years, they actually didn't give all the power to the developers yet? They're not, like, they can... Well, that's what they said with the PS3, too. I, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Big grain. Big old grain. Big old grain of salt. Uh, Big old grain of salt. <laughs> Uh, and no, I don't think I don't think one is better. I don't think one is better than the other. I I, I don't think either the consoles. Well, in terms of like them upgrading and their upgrade, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot to buy in. Like, remember yeah. the market. What's your market? It's people who've bought consoles for their kids. Are they going to be buying in and keeping up with the Joneses and upgrading, or are things going to be left behind? Maybe people will think like. Hey, they're still releasing software for the PS4, but I've still got a PS4, even though I haven't done anything to it for five, six, seven years. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's Consoles potentially crazy. Right, exactly. They have PCs. That's what PCs are. The whole point of a console is that you avoid the, the constant. Hold on, one second. There we go. Oh, and uh, dogs is happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have, you know, you have. You, you have a, a, a set device and you don't have to deal with feature crawl or technology crawl or anything like that. Like that game that you are going to play the same games now as you will five years from now or 10 years from now. Um, you won't have to worry about upgrading. And now like you're going to create this weird divide. Like, well, this like it's like the like what Nintendo did with the new super uh, new uh, 3DS. Like some games work better on this 3DS. There are some games that you can't get that work only on the new 3DS. I have a 3DS. But there are 3DS games I can't play on it. Yeah, the new 3DS games, which apparently, you know, you can only play the old SNES games. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's so ridiculous so far. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Nintendo. <laughs> I hope your NX, I hope your NX controller sucks. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, should we call that a show? You want to wrap us up, John? Yeah, man. Uh, All right. Well, we are at GamePunchers.com. You can email us at podcast at gamepunchers.com. We're also on Twitter at gamepunchers.pod. And I'm at John LaValley. I am at Fraser Moo. I'm at the Jesus Fish. And you can get Steve at Chambango. Uh, if you'd like to talk to us outside of the Twitters and outside of the email, as we mentioned before, we Or have if you Slack like animated channel. GIFs a real lot. A yeah. real, real, real lot. Real lot. I like them GIFs a real lot. If you like Russian roulette with gifts. <laughs> there have been some uh, beauties in the last couple of days. <laughs> there, there's been some good ones. Um, if I just say um, work buns, for example. 
You can find out what that means because when you do join, you can see all the history <laughs> uh, by joining our Slack channel. If you go to tinyurl.com slash slackpunchers and it will send an invite request our way and we will then extend the invite to you so you can enjoy the conversation. So please do. Other than that, you can also get us on iTunes. So however you're listening now, if you aren't subscribed, you can do so there. And send us a review and a rating, because it helps. And that's the show. Very good. Well done, John. All right. So until next time, Wizard. The gig. Sonicu! As soon as you are able...